Mulligans and Hackers podcast, episode three. I'm Chris. I'm Alvin. And we have a special guest today joining us. I'm Isaac. The third member of our crew finally shows up. The golf expert, if you will. <laughs> you know, the guys brought me on. They said, you know, you know the most, so come on and talk about golf. We're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that is not the case. I put uh, I put hackers in mulligans and hackers, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I thought, initially, I thought you were going to be the behind-the-scenes guy. Your last message to me about whose ass you got to kiss to get on this podcast. Yeah, well, you did it, and you here you are. I'm here. Thank you for having me, fellas. This is this is great. Well, anytime. Hopefully, you'll become a, a regular occurrence on here with us. If you don't bitch too much about not being on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Isaac, let's let's learn a little bit about you. Uh, how how is it that you got into the game of golf? Uh, so it, it was just going with my dad as a kid. Uh, it was you know I I always I always wanted to get out there, and I think I had the same issue that everybody else has when when you first start playing, you kind of hate the game quite a bit. <laughs> when, when when you yep. don't when you don't know how to swing a club and when you're you watching watch it on TV and, and you make want... it look so easy, and then now you're standing over the ball and yeah, that doesn't work at all. Hundred yeah, percent, right? So so I went through quite a quite a long period of of kind of having this hate for the game and maybe playing one or two times a year. You know, as as a social as a social get together, but you know now I'm starting to get a little more serious into it as a, as as I'm getting a little bit older and and uh, playing with friends and and playing with you guys and and the crew How many games has, has did been you play great. last year. Oh, last last year not not a lot, maybe three rounds last year. See, we played we me and Chris played a ton last year, and that's where this idea came from. Was we played so much last year, yeah, and we had a blast doing it, and we cycled some people in through that we knew we would golf with again this year. And that's where the idea came from was we played a lot of golf and had a blast last year. So we thought we'd do something like this this year and have someone like you come out. How many times have you been out this year? Oh, already? seven. So seven. Yeah, so, seven so there More times. 100%. Than you did last year, right? Yeah. Already. And I know a bunch of the other guys we golf with has been out probably more times than they got out all of last year already. Yeah. And that's just because we're having fun with this. Golf's always easier when you got a group to golf with. That's true. 100%. It's always funner to go out, right? I mean, nobody wants to go out and golf just by and themselves. And it's always nice or... to golf with pe- people of your caliber. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Nobody likes to go out there and get their butt you know, kicked and, every week. And have some good laughs and, and, and good conversation with good friends. And it's and yes. you couldn't ask for more. So And, and the, we had 11 guys go to Rolling Hills this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And all those guys fit in really well with our crew, personality-wise. And score-wise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 100%. It was good. So do you have any specific uh, goals or, or, or things you want to try and achieve this year while, while uh, participating in the Mulligans and Hackers Golf Tour? Yeah, 100%. I, I think my biggest goal is just to gain some consistency in my game. You know, uh, I've been working on my swing the, this year. The, my, my biggest thing in my game is, is just I can hit the ball far. I can, I can hit the ball well at times, but it's the lack of consistency and, and just getting out more and, and, and just, like I said, going with a, a great group of guys is, is, is my, is my main goal of the year just to have a ton of fun and enjoy the enjoy the beautiful southern alberta summer i've played i played with you in one tournament so far this year we were in the same group what group did we play in did we play in a group this year this no year? no we no i don't think you guys I, have. I watched you make some shots oh was that the driving range it, and, then, and then we went out as a as the four of us with chris the one night oh yes we did we, first, we, first we, round we, of the year first round of the year you're right say, you're I right sorry some of your shots. it wasn't a tour event and, but we got out and some of your shots were really good it's just the there's a few that get you out of position and, and really challenge you out, challenges you for the next approach shot. 
sure. But I mean, your some of your drives were really good, yeah. and then some of your second shots were really good. So, but I think the more you play, the more you'll start to get that nailed down a little more. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right. 100%. And it's a lot of the stuff that takes a lot more to play, like the chipping and the putting, the touchy-feely stuff. You just, you have to play more rounds. The finesse part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> we all need work on the finesse part yeah. of the game. Not, not that a that lot seems of to be the here. only part of my game that's working right now. <laughs> uh, so, do you have any favorite players currently in the PGA or that you, you grew up watch watching? Golf? I, 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 you know, to be honest with you, I don't watch a ton. Uh, a little bit, I, I pick it up. I can't every believe once. you don't watch the LPGA because everybody that likes golf watches the LPGA because that is the best league to watch. Not because I'm being a, a misogynist for all you woke people out there, but it's really fun to watch the ladies play. Let's look at the LPGA the last few years and Brooke Henderson, right? Like how, how exciting is that as a Canadian? And she's so, already won once this year. Yeah. And, and I mean, so, so tuning into that has been, has been a lot of fun. To be totally honest with you, though, I'm more of a, I'm more of a highlight follower than than a regular <laughs> watcher of the game. But uh, but no, I do I do enjoy watching the big tournaments, especially the Masters and that sort of thing. Well, that's good. That's uh, that's part of the reason that we all got into golf is you know we grow up watching watching it on TV, whether it be the highlights of Tiger or Rory. I think or we Phil. talked about that in the past episode. Yeah, I used to watch it on Saturdays when I was a kid because it was the only time they would put it on TV. Yep. And I mean, when I was a kid, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so <laughs> don't age yourself now. Nick Price, I, he was my favorite golfer when I was young because you didn't get to see him. Like you didn't get to see the four rounds on TV. You got to see the Sunday final. That was it on some sports channel on cable, right? And I would watch it every now and then. And I thought this is this looks great. There's skill here. Yeah. Right. And they make it look easy, right? And I think we all dreamed of going to the golf course and showing up and playing like Tiger well, Woods, well, right? You, when was the first time you picked up a club? Um, I would say probably around 10, 12. Okay. Would probably I was in my first teens, and I already watched a bit of golf, and the first time I picked up a club, I realized very quickly that, yeah, this isn't as easy as they make <laughs> no. it look on TV, because that, that ball is really small. It's a game you'll never perfect. Oh. Uh, that, that's what makes it so fun yeah. and yet so challenging and creates that love-hate relationship we all have with the game. Yes, yes the love-hate relationship. Yeah. Love Some hate. days more than others, right? Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it's been a few weeks since our last pod. We've uh, we've put in two tour events in that time. So let's give a little bit of a recap. First tour event we did was last Saturday, uh, or sorry, two Saturdays ago. Again, on our home course at Cottonwood. The weather conditions were... Less than uh, amicable. Less than amicable. Uh, let's which, just say which, they were awful. Which, which really showed in the attendance of, the, of that event. Not only the attendance, but the scoring. Yeah, the, the, the scoring was... The scoring was pretty weak on that day. That was Darren's first event with us. First and first event he was able to make out, and he ended up winning. And he ended up winning because we all shot so poorly. Yeah, uh, I mean, he didn't... I think he, I had four layers of clothes on, and I really couldn't turn my shoulders, so... I was really at a disadvantage the entire 18. It was uh, it was a rough round. I mean, we I think the winning score was plus 20. Yeah, which so. which I mean is in 86 on our home course, and that's typically that's not going to win you a turn uh, tour day. You're you're usually going to have to be in those low 80s, uh, high I'm 70s to to have a chance at winning. But it was rainy. Uh, there was there was some on and off showers it was uh, a little windy because we did move the tour date from saturday to sunday which in hindsight might not have been the best of ideas but <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go with it so darren picked up a win i do believe that the chris's chris m and chris c tied in second place mm-hmm. two strokes back alvin finished third solo th- or solo fourth i guess you would say yeah. and then uh, clark finished fifth so that was a lesser turnout 
And then uh, this past Saturday, uh, we all got together and we went out and visited one of our favorite golf courses in Southern Alberta, uh, Rolling Hills Golf and Country Club. And uh, we had an absolute blast. We had 11 people attend, four, three drove down from Calgary, the rest of us from the hat. So what, how did you guys enjoy your round on Saturday? I loved it. Well, I loved it because I... I won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, Alvin, the first two-time winner on the tour already. Yeah. So five events. Four. Four, four, four events. Four events, and I got two victories. Yeah. yeah you guys you're, need to pick up your game. You're at a fifty percent winning uh, yeah. winning percentage here. I, I don't think I'm the best golfer in the group, so somebody needs to you know pick up the slack here and post some good scores. <laughs> how about you, Isaac? How was how was your round? I think this is your that was your what your second event or third event? Uh, that was my. Second tournament event. Okay. Uh, it was great. I loved it. I, I mean, the highlight of my golf event was the hot dog at the turn. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it was great. It was a beautiful day to be out. Uh, I, 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 we couldn't have asked for a nicer day. I agree. It was beautiful. Um, Absolutely. The, the, course was, the course was great. Great little track. Uh, have you very affordable. I've never played there before. Uh, it was challenging. It was it was way more challenging than I had anticipated going into it. what was the most challenging it. part about it? Uh, the, well, the greens. The greens, greens? the greens I found the okay. toughest part. For me, the most challenging part was the trees. Oh, There's yeah. trees everywhere. Strategic yeah. positioning of the trees. Yeah. But the greens were slow, though. Yes. Like, really slow. And to the point of, yeah, they were challenging because they were very slow. Yeah, just, you... just tough to get a grasp on, I found, right? And I found everybody was kind of in that same yeah. boat. of it was, it was hard to find a rhythm compared to what we were used to. But I think that added to... A lot of the fun of it too. Well, that made it made it very even field, right? Because yeah. not one of us had played there this year, so it was nobody had any advantage over anybody else because we were all stepping on that golf course for the first time this year, all, all in the same boat, and it was just a matter of who could go out there and rein it in the quickest. And that it, was me. It happened to be Alvin that day. <laughs> Although I was ten over for the first six holes, like I was, I was really playing poorly, not well. But then I par birdie parred out nine and uh, got myself back to bogey golf, which I like to play. And then I went six over on the back. Well, yeah, you ended up at a, in first. You finished with an 81, which is plus 15 out there. Because it's a par 33 for nine. Yes. So if you play 18, six, which is exactly the same score as uh, Cottonwood. As Cottonwood, except it has uh, two, you, you essentially have two par fives if you play Rolling Hills twice. Right. Whereas Cottonwood, our Cottonwood only has one, one par. Correct, correct. So Alvin finished in first with an 81. Darren was second with an 83. Chris M finished in third with an 86. Clark, uh, uh, followed up in fourth with an 88. So Alvin's group of Alvin, Darren, and Clark uh, <laughs> rounded out three of the top four spots. Then we had... That's why I had them in my group. <laughs> <laughs> then we had uh, Chrissy and myself and Dave C tying at plus 30 for fifth, uh, which was definitely not one of my best days. It was, it was a rough day on the course, but... I must say it was really nice... To see you finish down that far, for from my point of view, anyway. Uh, I, <laughs> I still really, haven't I really wanted enjoyed to... that that placement of down the leaderboard. Come on, now I still haven't so, won a tournament. Yeah, yet. I know. So this is we're four in, and you haven't. Where's what's the highest you finished? Second. Second. Yeah. Yeah. I finished. I finished second. Third. Are you, start, are you starting to feel the pressure now? No. <laughs> no. Second. I finished second, third, and fifth so far. Uh, or second, second, third, and fifth. Okay. So not not terrible. I mean. I'm not up and down where I'm first and then seventh or eighth. No, it's right, kind of riding I, I it do, out. I do think you, as we go on and you you don't win, the pressure will build. The pressure will build Absolutely. for you to get a victory. Yep. You yep. Know, you'll pull out the old Brooks Kepka here and yeah. You know, I need to win. I need to win. Yeah. So finishing in uh, solo seventh was my cousin Jake, uh, who came down from Calgary. Uh, that was only his, I think, third round of the year. He shot a 98, a plus 32. Uh, he had some really good shots, and then other 
other holes were not so great. So his the shot I remember of Jake's the most was on eight, the second nine, so 18. Yep. When we were all standing off to the side, we wanted to be the gallery, so the two groups in front of you finished. Yep. So we were standing, and uh, Dave and Trey were sitting in their cart, and Isaac and Chris were sitting in their cart, and me and uh, Darren? Darren were standing there, and we were just chatting. Without even a four, a ball comes <laughs> screaming in, bounces off the roof of... Isaac and Chris's cart. It, was, it goes it was, into the parking lot. <laughs> so, so funny story. So we follow. So we followed Isaac and Chris's group the entire time because we were the third group out, and we were walking. The you guys were were carting. So on hole number three, which is a really short par three, the first nine, my dad hit a ball. And it went directly at those guys on the on the fourth tee box, and and, and almost hit one of them. And then the second time around, my dad did the same thing, didn't quite get to him. And then Jake hit a ball, and it landed like almost right beside Isaac or Chris. It was hilarious. <laughs> Rolling Hills almost came to a tragic end. <laughs> it was uh, on eighteen. Yeah, that ball came. That ball was coming in hot, and it hit the golf cart. And I think maybe. McKeon probably needed to change his underwear because <laughs> uh, everybody was like, what was that? And I think it was uh, Dave Comstock said, that was a golf ball. <laughs> Just making sure everybody was awake by then. Uh, and then we had Isaac tied with uh, my dad for uh, eighth at plus 35. And then my brother Josh finished in 10th at plus 41. And then Trey finished in the bottom at plus 49. But uh, we know those guys still had a great time despite finishing in the bottom. And I'm sure they'll be back out to play again. Uh, I know that I'm going to go back to Rolling Hills for sure oh, at some I'll point this year to play another round. I'm going to take the family out there to Rolling Hills. Absolutely. No, it's great. And, you know, going back to the score, I think... I think I'm the only guy who can get two birdies on a course and still shoot 102. <laughs> that is oh, rather my impressive. Oh my goodness. That, that is true. Was, I did see that on your scorecard. <laughs> that is throwing it up there. Like, yeah. It so, was. so there are there are good shots in your arsenal. Oh, definitely. There's, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of four putts there, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the problem. Well, I think I think that's one thing that the more you play, you're yeah. just naturally going to get better, yeah. and you're going to shave strokes like crazy. That's going to probably shave seven to ten strokes off your game once you get comfortable with a flat stick because that that's gonna if you're not four putting even if you're three putting instead of four or five putting you're gonna shave strokes like crazy and the more comfortable you get the more strokes you shave off the green the better for your score in the long run i think by the end of the year you're gonna be putting together some really nice rounds and you're gonna surprise yourself yeah no that's hopefully that's not the goal. too good for the final <laughs> tournament of the year so well, hopefully it's just in time really <laughs> That's when you peak. Exactly. You hope that's exactly. Game peaks. So after four events played, uh, let's look at the updated Mulligans and Hackers race for the Season Cup standings. In first place, uh, we got this guy over here, Alvin, with two event wins, 3,350 points in four events played. Uh, in second place, we have Chris M with one event win, also tied, actually, technically with Alvin, but he's in second because he only has one event win. Yes. Uh, he also Chris has 3,350 3, points in four events played. In third, somehow, I don't know how, I am sitting in third with zero event wins with 3,100 points in four events played. In fifth, we have Clark, who has 2,650 points, no event wins in four events played. And then we have Dave C at 2,100 points. And then Darren, who has an event win, but he's at 1,900 points strictly because he's only played two events. Two events. So he's down the board a bit. 
Uh, then we have Isaac at 1,200 points in three events. Picking up points. Yep. Chris B. At 11.50 in three events. Josh M. at 700 in three events. Jacob at 400 points in one event. And Trey at 300 points in two events. So so just to, to, to recap, uh, I, I might have missed it in the first episode, glance over it, but can we can we go over some of the, the scoring guidelines for, for how we come up with those numbers? Absolutely. So essentially what happens is we run a, a, a points total for, so if you finish first, you get 1,000 points. If you finish second, you get 900. Third gets eight. Fourth gets seven. Fifth gets six. Seventh gets five, and so on, down to the minimum amount of points you can get is 100 points. So once we get down to that number where you're at 100 points, the rest of the field from there on down, just get 100 points. That way it's it's imperative if you want to gain traction on the field to finish ahead of those in front of you. But it also allows you to not fall too far back if you're playing the events to still have an opportunity to try and catch the guys. So what happens when they tie? When you tie, we take, uh, so let's say there's a tie for first, we, we take the 1,000 points for first, and we take the 900 points for second. We put them together to make 1,900, and we split them in half for 950 a guy. And then that's how we do it. Typically, you know, we haven't had a tie for first yet. We've had a couple ties for second. Um, we've had one or two ties for third. It, it's usually down the board more. Um, that we see those ties, but that's typically how we do it just to keep it clean and, and fair and safe that way for everybody. And so far it's worked out really good. I mean, having it at a thousand points for a win keeps it as a nice round number. It's easy for me to keep the scoreboard up to date. Uh, doesn't, doesn't get crazy with large numbers up there, which is nice. And it gives us our nice little race for the season cup standings, progresses us towards our year end tournament, which is where, where our eventual goal is to get to. Uh, hopefully, when we get there, we'll have our games in order, one way or another, for all of us. And uh, we can play, you know, whether or not we win, we can play the best golf that we're capable of playing and yep. see what happens yep. on that particular day. And it's and it's nice having the point system to just to keep... It, it adds that little fun element, right? A little, a little bit, bit of pressure, right? A little bit of pressure, a little bit of fun, you know... But even, even the guys up, a little bit, yeah, it's, it's even good. coming up with, like, the schedule that we put out. We golf with a lot of people anyways... And it just gives everybody, they know that's an event day. So if you're going to go out and play around the golf, go out that day because all of our buddies are going to be out there. Yep, absolutely. And all I mean, the people we want to hang out with are going to be at the golf course that day. So we're going to go to the golf course that day, right? Absolutely. Yep. And uh, it, it's, not, it's actually been really nice because the last two events, um, the one before Rolling Hills, actually came down to the literally the last the hole, last hole yeah. for, for who, who is going to win. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Alvin and Chris M both took triple bogeys on 18 yes, to did. fall out of first place. To totally fall out. And, and, and virtually gift Darren the game. <laughs> uh, Darren and I both shot bogey on 18. And by that time, I was, I was a couple strokes too far back. I needed a birdie to, to win that one. But these guys had a chance and they, they promptly uh, put up, put up uh, some I think sixes. We, I think we went, both me and Chris M both went OB on our tee shots. Ooh, I do I believe that's think, correct. Yeah, and we had to take a drop and that didn't go well. That was sideways from there on out. And then, I mean, at uh, at Rolling Hills, uh, Alvin sent a text from his group at the turn, <laughs> just just because more for it's more for Chris M than anything because he's a guy that he's like I don't want to know I don't want the pressure and it's like no no we're gonna oh, give you, you the pressure to you, you gotta to know, know buddy. <laughs> okay, so what clubs are you using? Uh, I'm Nike, Nike across the board. Everything yeah. everything in my bag is Nike. Ooh. <laughs> How long you had them? Uh, I've had them for I would say probably six years now. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, Nike SQ Mock Speeds is, is what I'm hitting. So you really like them? I do. I, I love them, actually. Because I don't think Nike makes clubs anymore, they? don't. Do they? No, they don't. So oh, so they're a collector. I, I, I also, I also <laughs> kind of like having that as, as, a little bit of a, as a little bit of a throwback uh, collector's item kind of thing. But. I'm glad Nike doesn't make clubs anymore. I'm glad. I wish Nike would. No, never mind. Let's just, <laughs> just say it out loud here on the podcast. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting, though, because, you know, Isaac uses Nikes. You use Wilson's. I use Mizuno's. Chris uses TaylorMade's. We got oh, a, we got a wide verse of, of, yeah, and, of uh, different clubs. I think Darren uses uh, Loco. Yeah, Dylan, Darren uses Locos. So, so have, for all the sponsors listening, <laughs> yeah. bring, bring it on. <laughs> we I've got been, you covered somewhere. I've right? Been, I've been hammering Wilson's staff for a while, but uh, I think I'm really down on their uh, their noticing poll there. It might be too amateur yet. Uh, I am too amateur. Uh, you got up your game. Mean I'm not going to wear their hat or use their clothes. You got up your game to Gary Woodland level. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh. I did, I did uh, get my putter regripped. I put a Super Stroke Traxion on my uh, Tommy Armour model uh, 706 Silver Scott. Yeah, that that thing looks uh, it looks different. It, it looks pretty sweet, but what did Bob tell you before you uh, regripped it? Uh, Bob told me that uh, it was a collector's item, probably worth money, and I'm like, ah, don't don't worry about it. Just put this grip on it. I need something <laughs> new here. It, it's, I don't even know how old it is. Like it, I pulled it out of the uh, out of the garbage pile last year, but. It works for me. Yeah. So how many rounds have you played with that new grip on there? Uh, the new grip? Just the uh, one tour round? No, I did two because we did a we did a round with it. Right. Just with, a, we had a practice. Yeah, round we with had it. a practice round with it. Yep. And then we did the, the tour. So how's it? How's it feeling? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I very very it. similar to the one I have, yeah, right? Yeah. Mine's just an XL, but it's and low. I sh- and I should have went with the XL, but you know. Again, that's my first time ever getting a putter regrip, but it works for me, and I like it. And I like the blade putter, the the true blade putter, uh, Phil Mickelson style blade putter. I don't think I'll go to anything different other than if I can get the Wilson eighty eight hundred two. Still can, on the hunt. I'm still on the hunt, <laughs> and if I can find one of those, I will trade in my Tommy Armour Silver Scott for the Wilson eighty eight hundred two. Yeah, I will do that. So anybody out there listening that knows anyone with a Wilson 8802 that has it in the garage, let me know. Message us on Facebook uh, at Mulligans and Hackers Golf or on our Instagram, also Mulligans and Hackers Golf. Uh, this, that's where you can find our links to our podcast, uh, our updates on any tour events. Uh, we are also now on Spotify. So subscribe, click uh, subscribe and like, share that podcast if you like it. Uh, we should be up on uh, Apple Podcasts by the end of the week as well for those of you that are Apple users. And uh, we look forward to anybody that wants to uh, become a new listener. So what's on the uh, what's on the docket for you guys for the next couple of weeks? I mean, I know we don't have a tour event coming up until May 30th. So we're kind of off for May long here. Any golfing plans over the next few days? Well, I think you and me, we have a round book for tomorrow. Yep. There's yep. Still, there's still well, some... Isaac, if you want to join us, go right ahead if you want to. Yeah, I might, I might take you up on that. There's still some COVID restrictions going around, so we're we're trying we're trying to do our best to... Uh, adhere to them. Adhere to them. Trying very hard. Very hard. Trying very hard not to say how poorly the government's handling this, but I digress. Um, <laughs> we have a round book for tomorrow. Yep. Um, then I think I have a round book for Thursday for me and my daughter. I took my daughter out last week. Um, she had a blast. First, so first time on Cottonwood, right? Or first, a big course? First time on a big course, yep. And how's that go? Uh, again, uh, uh, I won't say she's a natural, but she plays the game. She doesn't play the game a lot. And if she played the game more, uh, her, her game would come around a lot faster because she hits her driver really well. 
She bogeyed the last two holes, legit bogeyed eight and nine. Um, really good drives, really good approach shots. Uh, a little, again, the finesse part, the putter on the green is a little bit of a trouble. She just doesn't do it enough. Yep. But, I mean, rein that in and rein in some of the, you know, the lazy shots she makes, and she'll play really well. And I, and I don't mind taking her there. And sh- we got her on the, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the Junior Canada Golf Program. Right, yep. And, and then they Cottonwood's one of the, Cottonwood and maybe Redcliffe, I think, are the only two in So in I think it was $50 Madison to sign her up to this Canada Junior Golf Program. And at participating courses, it's $5 for them to do 18 which is uh, great. What a great initiative, really. Like oh, to yeah. get to get young kids into the game, I think that's a great Absolutely. And, and, but it's not out there. Like like people don't know it's there and I don't know why they don't promote the crap out of that Well, that, especially now with not a lot to do, right? right? Because of the world we're living in right. right now. I mean, anything that the kid can get the kids out, especially when you're outdoors, you're you're being active, you're you're playing a sport that's challenging, that's going to challenge you and Mentally, physically, it's gonna challenge. It's gonna challenge your will at times. It, it's just a, a sport that can really help. You know, help be a, a release for kids, adults and, at this time. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, the perfect time to get into it. I when we when we went there, she the smile didn't leave her face literally until we were pulling out of the parking lot leaving. I mean, it was such an enjoyable nine holes that we played. And we're going to go back again on Thursday, hopefully weather permitting, because it's supposed to be kind of well, happy. May long weekend, of course. Of course, yeah, the weather's going to be poor. But I hope we can get up Thursday. And, and throughout the weekend, we're not going anywhere, so I might get around in here or there. Nice. What about you, Isaac? No no solid firm plans yet. I was kind of also just waiting on that forecast. That it's not looking great for this weekend. Well, at least it's not calling for open. snow like it was yesterday <laughs> for Thursday and Saturday. It's, it's the, the snow is gone, and now they're just calling for rain. So that's good. Yeah. I don't. I would hate well, to see snow. Still seventy percent snow on Thursday. Oh my oh god! And and only a high of six. May May in Alberta, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but no, just the, I guess the plan is just for the next two weeks, anyways. Just get on, get out to the range. Uh, How four many times th- have you been out to the range this year? Quite a few. Quite a yeah. few. I think about four times. I think. Yeah. So trying to get out more. Loving the range. Any? Shout out to Cottonwood for the new mats at the range out right. there. Beautiful setup they got out at Cottonwood right it's now. Nice so it's been it's been great doing a lot of that and and hopefully using, getting a few rounds in in between. Are you using any um, tips? Any any apps or, or uh, videos? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. I'm working on it. I, a good buddy of mine, uh, shout out to Zach, was was helping me with my swing, and I've been I've been working on that. Uh, but that's been uh, that's been about it. Just and it got to start though. Definitely, definitely something that that I want to work on this year. We were talking about goals earlier. It's, Rich Shields golf. <laughs> this this isn't a plug for Rick Shields. We we're not affiliated with him in any way, but his 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 videos for driver setup and iron setup are pure gold. Pure gold. They check them out for sure. They are they are two of the best videos I've watched for for getting people to set up properly to the ball, addressing the ball and and your your swing motion on where your body feet should be, how your how your body's supposed to his the videos are really good and you should check those out. Definitely. And we used we used the eighteen birdies app. Yep. That was an app that really I think you 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 introduced me to. Yeah, I introduced you and, and Darren and I kinda got into it at the same time. Uh, it's nice because you can do you can take a, a, a front video of your swing and a side video and I'll analyze your swing and give you kind of a uh, 
a, a practice regimen. a practice training regimen to work on. Yeah. Um, you know, with the with the issues in my game that have been cropping up in the last week, week and a half, uh, which has kind of got me a little frustrated to be honest. I've actually I ordered a Eyeline Golf Speed Trap 2.0, and I ordered a putting mirror to just help with my putting because I am a perfectionist. You're more than a mirror, man. What's that? Yeah. You're well, hey, my putting is totally fine. I just love to work on my putting because that's the only part of my game that seems to stick around. <laughs> but um, no, I want to. I've been having some issues with opening my club face and really slicing the ball. So I want to get back to learning how to keep that straight, keeping that uh, club and face closed. For a guy like you who has that reverse grip, yeah, none, yeah, of, us, that none, cross of, us, grip. none of us can really no, even uh, remotely I mean, I want you any advice. Right? Not that we're not that we're really good at it, giving advice because we <laughs> suck at golf anyways, but you reverse grip so we have no, like your front shoulder just dives into the ball and I don't know how to. I don't know how you do it. It's it, well, it's, it's tough because I watch if I watch uh, like Rick Shields or you know some other training videos, and then they're talking about the hands and, and way, the way the wrists go, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's about where my video ends because that it doesn't pertain <laughs> to me anymore. Yeah, there's it comes with its own challenges, but I mean that's part of you know instead of learning how to hit the ball properly, I'm already years into hitting it this way. So I mean, I'm not <laughs> going to throw away a golf yeah, season you, you to do that. Change it now. No. The, that would just you'd have to literally reinvent the entire right that is, and that would take a lot of work so i mean i i've just been yeah i got a uh, anyways i ordered an eyeline speed trap 2.0 uh, and a putting mirror to help with my practice putting on the greens been actually doing a lot of rick shields putting drills that that he's had on there and i've worked on i've been working on my ball compression with the irons because i want to get really work on that compression really get the hands in front of the ball coming out of there, get that nice distance going. And I, I mean, I probably spend just as much time at the, at the range as anyone, maybe even more, because uh, I, I like to hit a lot of balls. I have a kind of a perfectionist personality and it really drives me crazy when yeah, I'm I, not good at something. I've never noticed that, <laughs> ever. So I, that. I mean, this last week I probably hit, oh, I don't know, over 500 balls. I think that, and I think so far this year I've been to the driving range twice. Yeah, you're the kind of guy was, that rolls was, rolls on the course and like, let's go, boys. But I was, but I, but I went so often last year, and it really helped improve my game. And my game is okay. Like I'm really comfortable where it is now. But I still should go to the driving range more than I am. Well, that's what that's just part of getting better at the game, right? I mean, sometimes my ball compression on on the irons, yeah. is really coming around. Yep, like just posting your hands. A yep, posting up. Yeah, yeah, it's that's working really well. I've, I've been really happy. So this past weekend when we were at Rolling Hills, I missed one fairway. And that was that was the second nine. Which is ridiculous. So I, I missed it to the left. I was still in great shape looking at the green. But it's the only fairway I missed with my driver the entire day. Mr. Consistency. On yeah, the exactly. Team. Right. No so so you're, you're about, I'm about two, 230, 240 with the driver off the tee box. I'm going to take that all year and run with it. Absolutely, but it's that it's that getting up and making sure I get the yardage for. I found with Rolling Hills the the par four greens that are attackable. Attackable. The greens were a size of a bottle cap. They were. Yep. Right. You had to be accurate like, with them. Like you know, they're they're like a pan- pancake size. They were really small, so getting there into was was difficult. That's that's just what I found. But yeah, that's where my game is. Uh, uh, putting is is hit or miss. Although my putting has been basically because I've, I've, you know, I'm at 30%, I think, greens and regulation, but my putting is under two putts per per green, so that's good. Which is where you want to be. Which is where you want to be, right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, as for me, I'm uh, this. Well, I work tomorrow and Wednesday, and then I'm I'm heading off to Calgary, uh, visit my dad, get some golf in. 
What are you uh, playing? Uh, well, I think Friday we're going to play the uh, the par three in, in uh, Calgary. Just my brother and I. Um, that's the, I think they call it the RGCA now or whatever it is. It's got the uh, the heated driving range and everything there. Played a couple times last year. It's got natural tee boxes, so not like our par three here. We've oh, got to hit nice. off mats, so it's it's actually fun to play. Pretty in a lot of fun and, and more challenging in that way. And then Saturday we're heading out to Speargrass um, to play out there. We played out there last year towards the end of the year. It was super cold when we played, uh, but it's a fun course. It's got six par fives, six par fours, six par threes. So That's it's wild. yeah, it's crazy. That is wild. And the last two holes are their signature holes. They're literally cut into the side of the riverbank, and the the fairways are literally sideways. So it is t- and, and narrow. So it's really tough to hit a ball up there. When we went out last time, uh, last year, uh, my dad, myself, and my brother Josh went, and we got paired with this uh, gentleman who plays there quite often. And he's like, you guys better grab just a garbage ball out of your bag when we go into 17 and 18. He's like, because there's a good chance you're going to lose it. Because you think you can drive the green because you're you're elevated and you're over and it looks like you can drive it. And then no matter how, like I crushed one on 17 and it was a good drive straight. And it ended up like 110 yards back. And I was like, oh, okay. Apparently it's not drivable. Not for me anyways. So Isaac, um, what's your favorite course you've played? Uh, favorite course I've played. I've actually been fortunate to play a couple nice ones. I, I played uh, McKenna Beach Golf. And country club in Maui actually would be wow. would be would be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, probably way know. way out of my realm of golf here. Let's <laughs> just put that out there. Uh, I was fortunate to you know I love I love the warm. I'm a, definitely a warm weather golfer. Fair weather golfer. Fair weather I golfer. Understand. Like when when you guys talked about going out last weekend. I enjoyed my couch, and <laughs> I looked out the window and thought, "Oh boy, am I glad I'm not out there today." Uh, so that—that—that's that, that, been there. the favorite I course there, I played. Yeah. But uh, favorite course in the area, I, I really love playing Kanata. Uh, nice Kanata's a great course to play. Uh, you know, really, we're bla- like we're so fortunate to be in the area we're at with with courses and and, and, and you, you say that I haven't played Kanat in. Since me and my wife, when we were getting married, we did an engagement party there. And I mean, that's 20 years ago. It's been 20 years since I've been there. I live, it's in the same town as I live in, and I haven't been there for 20 years. I've never been to Desert Bloom. No, no I've never been out there either. No, I, I I'm played afraid there of that course. There. I played there, the last time I played there was a few years ago for my bachelor party, right before we officially uh, got the knot tied. And it was, it was cold and gross. So we got married on October 1st and we played out there the end of September. Man, it was, it was ugly. And I was no, like, I'm not a great golfer, but I was not as good as I am now back then. So it was a long 18 holes yeah, in I'm, cold, I'm afraid of that course. wet I am terrified. Wind. People talk about Desert Blue and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go back to co- uh, the Cottonwood. Yeah, that's- it's just, it's just a, a course where you have to, it makes you hit shots is what it is, right? So if you have fear in you, it's going to exploit it. That, that's what happens. Uh, I mean, that's part, that's part of the reason I'm excited for uh, when we go to Medicine Night Golf and Country Club on our one tour yeah, date this summer. Because yeah. well, there's a lot of guys on our in our tour group that, uh, you know, once when faced with long par fives or some long par fours that aren't drivable or aren't easily reachable in two are going to have to dig deep in their bag yeah, to, figure to figure it out. They've, they've probably never made all year. Right. I hope we can get out do medicine hat before our event day is it because it is one of my goals this year to break 100 at well and i think you'll bear the way you're playing right now it should be definitely doable um yeah no i i think we can definitely make that happen at some point one of these sundays or, or a weekend where yeah. we're, we don't have an event day we'll have to get out there 
get a few of us out there, maybe four of us if uh, COVID permits it, and uh, get out there and uh, play some golf. I love playing Menacee Golf in Pentecost. It's one of my favorite courses next to Cottonwood. I just I like the length because I got I when I'm playing well, I have the length off the yeah. tee to get there and the length of my bag to to make some shots. It's just when I the first hole on Medicine Hat always always. Always psychs me up. Long par five. Because it's a long par five with a little dog leg right. And a tree and right, right in and the middle. And a tree right in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> yeah. Right down the middle at the dog leg. There's a tree in the middle of the fairway. And I get up to the tee box on that thing, and I'm like, nope, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. when that And and then once that doubt gets into your mind, it's there. It, you're, you're there it's all there. day. It's hard to fight it, right? I know. I know. But speaking of, so if we can go back to, to Rolling Hills again, you know, speaking of longer holes and psyching you out, I know Chris had some trouble on... Uh, a long par five on uh, yeah. Well, that was because that hole was number, hole number three, two, 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 hole number two, two on the, 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 the second hole of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like I said, I took triple bogeys. I think on the first two holes, which was just mainly because I didn't hit any balls, and I, um, for some reason, I'm in a routine where I need to go to the, the driving range in the morning before I play. And I got in the vehicle, picked up Alvin, we went to Rolling Hills, we played some golf. There's there's no driving range out there. So, I, I, I mean, I, I'm going to use that as an excuse. I'm so. the opposite. So, I don't hit, I don't hit balls before I, uh, around. And I got out of the vehicle, I went over to the tee box, I hit my drive straight down the fairway, and I was like, okay, game on. Uh, mine off the tee, I topped it about 100 yards, and I'm like... Wow, that's good. Great way to start. And then my second shot, I got up there and I grabbed my five hybrid and I'm like, okay, we're going to, you know, just hit this up close to the green. Uh, promptly sliced it right over top of the, <laughs> over top of the highway. And so that was fun. Welcome to the show. And then on the par five that Isaac was talking about, I basically played down the cornfield. The first, I, 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 because there's a farmer's field to the right. There is, of that there, one. there is a farmer's field. The corn was gone. It was just, it was, it was dirt. So I'm like, I hit my first ball out there. I went and found it. I tried to hit it. Stayed straight down the farmer's field. I'm like, I'm just going to play down here, I guess. <laughs> so I think I hit three shots down there before I finally got it over to the uh, to the right side. But again, something like something for us who have been playing at Cottonwood most of the year, right? Yeah. It throws a wrench in your in your routine, right? Well, I, 560 yard par five. Yeah. At second hole of the day, it's like, I double bogeyed it twice, but different times both times. First time, I just. I, I crushed my drive both times down the fairway. Great. The first time I pulled out my five wood, I shanked the five on the first time. Then I got up there relatively close, got out of, with a double bogey and just ran to the golf cart. The second time I crushed my driver down the fairway. I pulled out my five wood. I absolutely crushed my five wood down the fairway. And I'm at, looking at a nine iron into the green. And there's a tree covering about the right half of the green. And I'm like, just put it up to the left of the green. You're on in three, man. This is this is going to be great. Well, I shoot. I swing my nine iron. And I'm like, oh, it's looking good. Oh, it catches a branch of the tree and shoots directly left. So I'm, I'm still a, a pitch wedge in from hitting a really good nine iron. I was like, oh, well, there there, there's goes my chance of at least bogey in the hole. So get on, two putt, double bogey, get off, run to the cart. I'm done. Start the cart. <laughs> yeah, those those long holes can be challenging, but that's but why. It's like the par five at Conway. Yep. Right? Um, yep. Last time we were down there, we played the practice round. Yep. I hit a really good drive. And if I hit a really good drive on that one, I will try to go for it in two. Well, yeah, because it's got the water that's about... Typically, if you hit a good drive from where you were, I think you were only 10 yards behind me, maybe, because I had a good drive yeah. on that one as well. 
And I think typically that's about 125, 130 yards to clear the water. Yes. From, from where we were. Yes. And then it's about 185, 190 yards to the green. So I pull up my five wood to hit the second shot, and I duff the shit. I, I literally and I lose the ball, and so I'm like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. So I took a ball out of the out of the cart, dropped it, and hit the five iron again, and I absolutely crushed the five iron to just short left of the of the green five wood I, or five wood, sorry. And I'm like, that's the shot you just need to make from here. So if I can have a little more confidence in hitting the the five wood, I hit really well, and except when I don't. When I don't hit that five wood well, it's probably about forty yards straight right. And if I could just avoid that, and and like, because I can hit that five wood on the range really well, and I get really good yardage out of it. So on that par five, that club becomes very important on a con. Well, and that's the third hole on your amen corner there, where yep. you typically had trouble. But the last double few bogey, rounds, double bogey, double bogey. The last few At rounds, least the par five triple bogey, maybe. Yeah, in the last few rounds, you've been really good. You've either limited it to a bogey, typically on the par threes, or or even pars. Well, I've ha- I've had a look at three the last three rounds down there. I've had a look twice at par on that par five. First time was I was on the green. I think I had a four inch putt for par. Missed it, wound up double bogeying because of the tabletop that that green is. And I touched the ball, it missed the hole, and pretty much rolled off. So, yeah, there was a little bit of a moment. There. Yeah, there's, uh, there, there's a little well, bit of fun on that one. too. Yes. Yeah. That, that green is very challenging on that par five. just is. For and sure. it can get away from you in a hurry on uh, that par, on that green. Absolutely. So, we got some merch done up last time we had talked about our merch. What do we yeah. got left for merch? We've got two shirts left. Two extra larges. That's it. What colors? I think it's a navy blue and a black. Okay. So if anybody wants a navy blue and a black uh, golf shirt, uh, 25 bucks, you yep. can get a message us on uh, Messenger on Facebook or on Instagram, Mulligans and Hackers Golf. Uh, give us a like. Give us a follow. And that's where you'll find the links for our uh, our current podcast. Uh, you can find that on Spotify now. And by the end of the week, you'll find it on uh, Apple Podcasts. Other than that, so we, you know, we've touched on our tour and things like that. So let's take a brief touch, as we always do, on the, the recent PGA stuff. Yesterday, KH Lee wins his first uh, PGA Tour event in 100 start. Really great to see. He went out and he had a heck of a final round, uh, even though there was a bit of a rain delay, and uh, managed to win by three strokes over uh, Sam Burns. Who I'll be honest, I did not watch a lot of golf this weekend, otherwise occupied, but uh, it was good to see him win. Yeah. But uh, the round that the, who led after the first two? Sam Burns. Sam Burns. The round Burns had on Thursday. Friday. Friday. Friday, yeah, he was he had a ten under round. It was ridiculous. Ten under. It, it was absolutely wow. unreal. The it's guy insane. the guy had a run of I think it was three under through the first nine. And then on the back nine he had a string of four four birdies in a row. And then he went par and then I think birdie, par, birdie. It, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Wow. He, uh, it's unfortunate. He kind of tailed off a little bit as the weekend went. I mean, he still finished solo second, so I mean, nothing to nothing to get angry about. He uh, and he's you know on the right trajectory going into this coming weekend's PGA Championship. Uh, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be paying a little bit more attention this weekend to the PGA Championship. Perfect weekend to watch, really. Uh, yeah. Bad weather. It's, it's going to be a really good time. Weather, good time yeah. to tune it in. Yeah. For sure. And I believe it's in. I think it's in Maui. I do believe. Is it? I do believe so. Anybody, any anybody stand out that you're you're rooting for this weekend? Well, if Phil's there, I'm going to root for Phil for sure. Um, Dustin Johnson. I mean, I just like watching guys play good golf. Yeah. So, so really, you know, if somebody comes out and starts shooting really well, I'll be rooting for him because you know, 
You just want to see him make good shots, I just right? want to see him play well. Yeah. Right? I, uh, I I think I'm going to keep my eye on uh, Spieth. He had a really he good shot. He's trying to do. He's yeah, his, do. his game's kind of been rounding up. I mean, he finished, I think, seventh this past weekend. Had some really good moments, some really, really good shots. Uh, it seems like he's the master of the walk-off eagle. He had another one this weekend, which is just ridiculous. He, he's done it so many times in his career already. I, I'm really going to keep my eye on him. Um, keep an eye on John Rom. Bryson should be should be interesting yeah, to guess, keep an eye yeah, on Bryson if he, if he can hone in his be, uh, strength. I'll be watching him because and and I mean Rory just recently got a win, so I mean he, was, he might be fired so up to too. I'm so happy with Rory win. And Rory is actually leading the odds right now. Eleven to one odds for for Rory. If you're if you're paying attention to the betting odds uh, for the PGA Championship, to, for the PGA Championship, Rory nice. McIlroy is is nice. leading leading the odds right now uh, to win. So that's cool. Well, I'm not. Yeah, that's not. That's awesome. That would actually be. I would. I would root for Rory as well. What was it? Five hundred fifty-three days between wins for yeah. Rory. So it was. Yeah, it was nice to see Rory win. I mean, he's kind of fallen off a little bit in the last few years, as has guys like Spieth and. And, you know, they kind of, everybody was hunting for Tiger there for Tiger-like numbers for a while. And, you know, you get compared at, a, at an early, early age on your tour to those guys. And it's, it must not be an easy thing to follow in the footsteps. Oh, yeah. He's having a really good career. Yeah, absolutely. He, absolutely. He still plays decent golf. It's, yeah. not, it's not like his game has gone no, I, away from him. It, the thing about playing out there is if you make a mistake, the other guys around you are going to capitalize on it. And that and that's the difference between amateurs and professionals, right? They you go out there in some weeks you shoot five under through two rounds and guess what? You're getting cut. You didn't make the cut, boy. And that's gotta feel awful because you really played well, you just didn't make the cut. Everyone else played better that weekend. So what's on the docket for any uh, any new merch? Any anybody get any new Mulligans and Hackers merch or um within the last little bit? I we're gonna try and do a uh, put the word out for a pre buy. Okay. We've got a new style of shirt that we're going to try. Yep. Um, so we're going to try and do a pre-buy. Um, message either Chris, myself, or Isaac. Or the Mulligans and Hackers Facebook page. Or the Mulligans and Hackers Facebook or page. Or Instagram page. There's some different colors. I think we'll try and post some of the pictures of the shirts and colors yep. on Instagram and Facebook to let people see what they are. We're going to have uh, some ladies ones as well, because I do know there's some ladies that would like to get their hands on some. Um, Absolutely, we'll run the pre-buy for a couple weeks. And, yeah, a couple then, weeks, and then we'll we'll put it through, and and uh, maybe if this one goes okay, we'll do one more before the end of the season. Yep, I like the style of shirt or two tone. We'll pull we'll post some pictures so everybody can have a look at them, and uh, we'll set it up from there. Yeah, and again, twenty five dollars a shirt if anybody wants to pre-buy them, and we'll uh, we'll let you look at them, determine what color, what sizes you need. Uh, and then we'll make payment arrangements with you. Speaking of merch, um, I got another order of Vice Balls in. Uh, and well, this, I think we have the pictures of those on both Instagram and Facebook as well. Yes, yeah, uh, we did throw those up there. This time instead of my just my customary four-leaf clover, I got Mulligans and Hackers logo on the other side, uh, which is pretty sweet. It's pretty slick. <laughs> I like it. And I mean, the Vice Balls are amazing. They're, I mean, they're 16 bucks a dozen. Or sixteen ninety nine a dozen, and then I think five ninety nine a dozen to get them logoed. So I mean, really, for five dozen balls, I paid hundred and ninety bucks plus shipping or something like that. So really affordable, and the balls are really durable, and I love them. 
playing with them. Um, they're really comparable to the tailor-made TP5s that I like to play with. And I think that uh, might become more expensive if you keep playing out of the farmer's fields. Yeah, you know. I, I didn't, <laughs> hey, I didn't so lose any balls that, that way, well, yeah, actually. I played with the same ball for the entire 18 holes on this uh, past Saturday as well. So Well, when you when you shoot an 81, you should. Yeah, I, uh, yeah you <laughs> I, I agree. But if you could just play in the fairways more with uh, your... Custom balls that would be fantastic. Hey, how else am I going to redistribute them? That's true. Free, yeah, well, free, free advertising. advertising. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can put them out in the farmer's fields, and the farmer picks them up and goes, "What the heck is this?" Right. I mean, you know, if people are finding them around the course, it's it's great advertising for our mulligans and hackers. I'm, yeah. think, I'm okay. thinking ahead, man. Yeah, yeah I, I totally didn't know. I didn't understand your strategy, but now I get. It. I get the strategy now. Uh, I'm happy with that. Okay. All right. Is there anybody else got anything they want to chit chat about? Just, uh, I just keep keep watching our Facebook and uh, Instagram page as well. We're doing up a uh, fantasy golf challenge for the U.S. Open uh, in the next in the next coming weeks here. So uh, still ironing out some of the details on that, uh, but you'll uh, enter enter the challenge and uh, enter to win some Mulligans and Hackers merch. So so keep up on our uh, Facebook and Instagram pages for that as well. That's awesome. Uh, something people are definitely going to want to get involved with. Uh, we'll see what kind of merch we can come up with. Maybe I'll part with some uh, a sleeve of balls of mine or something like that, among other things that we'll throw If you in got any left by then. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I'll put some aside just for that. Uh, and yeah, other than that, I think uh, we're going to enjoy the, the two-week break we got between uh, tour dates and just kind of do our own thing over the over the long weekend and you hopefully know, maybe, get at least two or three rounds in over the next week or so. Yeah, yeah. next Absolutely. week hopefully we can get back together and, and get a few rounds in and kind of get prepped for the May 30th tour date. Yeah. And then uh, I think we have Burstall coming up in a month. Yes, so the middle of next month will be Burstall, and that will be another challenging nine holes. Yeah, that, that one's, that one's uh, going to bring some new challenges to everybody that hasn't been out there as long well. Long so. par five. Yeah, speaking long, of long par five. Long par five, and there's two of them. Yeah, so we'll have to discuss that when uh, after we uh, frequent their course and uh, go take a peek out there. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you guys uh, enjoy your evening. May your mulligans be plenty and your hacks be many. And we'll see you guys out on the golf course. Bye.